0: Number eight. Yes. No relation to any spies. No. We have to think of whole new things to talk about. And we don't have the uh, stereo microphone. How disappointing is that? Very disappointing. I can't remember why we don't. Oh, because you didn't go to get I it. I was on my way to get it this morning. I went uh, into King's Heath to get my uh, my package from the post office. A colleague drives past. Said want to lift, and I went. Yeah, kind of. More, more than I want to go the other direction for half an <laughs> hour yeah and I had it in my head that I had teaching to do at 10 o'clock in the morning when I actually prayed, that's tomorrow and today my teaching didn't start until 2 so um, I could have actually spent a bit of extra time oh you're getting phone calls yeah no, oh, my phone. No. hello
1: hi not bad just recording a bus cast. that's ok Okay, I'll see you
0: later. Bye. See, wife understands. Recording. Okay, yeah. fine, I'll let you go. And speak to you later. Although, well, of course, if you came into a radio studio and your cell phone rang, you'd feel incredibly embarrassed. Yes, but I'm not going to start switching my phone off for buscasts. No. Something important might come up.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, trying to um, publicise the buscast by submitting it places. Oh, yeah. Um, Went to the iPodder X directory to submit the feed and somebody had already done it. It was neither of us. Without telling us, too. Yeah, so it's very, I mean, very kind of them. I don't know whether if you use iPodder X, it automatically, like if somebody's actually using that as their podcatcher, maybe it uploads feeds it sees or something like that.
0: I don't know. Most people, from the stats, most people who use, who listen to the buscast, use iPodder. Oh, which is what they thought, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. It, it seems to be. It's one of those things where you assume it's the it's the most used one because it's what you use yourself. Yeah. But I was kind of worried that maybe we were doing that, but
1: it, it does seem to be the dominant one, doesn't it? It does. But it's not so certainly... much longer. Right. Okay. Oh, oh there's Beacons. you again. It's a different ring. Does that mean a, a different person. It's a messaging. Oh, okay. It's a Barry message. Oh. Too late, Barry. Message said beer. Uh, on the way home he doesn't listen so I could, I could have replied in speech told him to listen later when he picked it up but yep. I don't think he does okay so yes where,
0: where are we going with them um, iPod are not going to be the standard oh yes um, yesterday uh, open media let me see if I've got this right uh, open media network omn.org launched as a kind of a beta uh, which is essentially what we've been talking about doing with BitTorrents and mp3s and podcasts and all the rest of it only bigger and flasher and uh, also slightly eviler because it does incorporate uh, digital rights management and uh, a kind of locking you into Internet Explorer and uh, I mean apparently there's going to be a Firefox version available and there's going to be a um, uh, a Mac version but currently basically you have to marry Microsoft in order to use it yeah um, but it's pretty smart I mean we've got the buscast feed um, linked up to it and so people who go to uh, hang on acronyms acronyms phase me, I, I can never remember them because I always think of other acronyms that are similar o- org. Online Media Network No, Open Media open Network media. Uh, And I, I do question the openness of it but uh, Open Media Network um, and once they've sort of checked to make sure that we're not kind of um, criminals and stealing content and all the rest of it um, you'll be able to subscribe using this thing, but what will happen is we'll put our show up on a server and uh, the open media network will go to our server, pull off the file and seed it as a, like a torrent, but mm. their own kind of proprietary system, which is similar. And then it will kind of be distributed amongst all the people who it's uh, essentially who file like it. mirroring, isn't it? Yeah, but with um, torrents sort of thrown into the mix. But it does mean that if you want to be somebody who makes content, who makes media, uh, the cost of... Hosting it just went down dramatically that's how you're going to distribute it. So I guess that sort of openness about it is anybody can publish now. Um, If you've got, uh, what's this, a 40 pound money, not not weight, but 40 pound stick in your hand that can record MP3s, and a computer and an internet connection, pretty much, that's about all you're going to need. Yeah. As long as they can get the file, and then they'll just do all the distribution for you. And people are, describe, are, are subscribing to your feed. But what they do as well, is, and what they want to do, is kind of do the, um, the mainstream delivery stuff as well. So that, I don't know, Charmed and, and Buffy and oh, so you, 6 o'clock news, you, can, clock subscribe years, to you can subscribe to it. Um, but pay and that comes under premium content and it'll have all sorts of kind of digital rights management stuff built into it but at the moment there's a whole lot of indie films there's a great one called The Copywriter which I really enjoyed Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, you know people's uh, video podcasts and I'd i get much more excited about having a, a one-stop place for
1: independently produced content than I would about, oh, here's where I can catch up on this show that I missed on TV. Right. I mean, like, at the moment, I suppose if I wanted to Google to find some indie films, I could and I'd probably have to go to their own websites and blah, blah, blah. I'd like to go to a place that had a list of a
0: few I could download, try some, discard some, keep some, you know, that kind of thing. Well, the great thing about this is the interface is like a TiVo, which is sort of like a, we well, it never really caught off here and it certainly hasn't taken off in New Zealand but just the idea you've got this kind of searchable TV guide um, and I think what the next step will be is it'll figure out, well, you know, he likes these, maybe he'll like this as well. Yeah. Uh, and I'll just sort of, I'll download that for him just in case. And it's not even rocket science, is it? It's databases, keywords. Yeah, it's tagging. Yeah,
1: it's a, it's a, it's a little little bit of, well, programming might disagree, but it's not nothing too difficult, is it? So. Well, I think... It's a well, of managing collections, isn't it? And tagging
0: and labelling things. Well I've stopped filing on my computer simply because I use Google Desktop. Yeah. So I don't have in my for instance in my mail I don't have a an online music folder like I used to and I don't have a student folder like I used to. Everything goes into the one archive folder and I can search for anything with by keyword. Yeah. Which is um just kinda of handy. I was, actually, I was talking to um, Julian about
1: photography archiving. He's the a, a department's resident photographer, I suppose. Um, he's got loads and loads and loads and loads of CD-ROMs that have with his images on them. Right. And um, he's about to invest in like a 300 gig hard drive. But he, he said he's done something similar to me. When you take a photograph and import it, you don't necessarily name it anything useful. Yes. So if I look in my My Pictures folder on my PC, there'll be something like, it'll be a number, it'll be JPEG 0075. Yeah. That, that's of no good. Or it'll be a sort of, it'll be words that made sense at the time but don't now, like Saturday morning fun seven. Yeah. What's that going to be a picture of? <laughs> I mean, God help us, what is that going to be a picture of? Um, but he was saying he's going to have to come up with some kind of way of, in the, the, the EXIF information, which is like if you take it with a, a camera, it stores like what aperture you used and um, what camera it was on, all this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. You need to start putting keywords like portrait or architecture or urban or this kind of thing. Yeah. This is the thing most things that we think would be good ideas isn't about new content or new things. It's new ways of accessing things we
0: already have. Yeah. Simpler ways of getting at the content we want. And all of these things exist independently of each other like BitTorrent for instance and podcasting Mm -hmm. uh, hadn't been put together in any significant way until about three days ago. Yeah. Um, Add to that what um, uh, Technorati do with tagging and suddenly you've got I want podcasts with keywords about Buses, Yeah. Uh, And you'll get a variety of content, presumably, once there's enough content. Yeah. Because the database has been done correctly. So that's suddenly uh, uh, BitTorrent plus Podcast plus Technorati tags uh, and TiVo sort of all rolled into one. See, it's all about interface, isn't it? I mean, this is what, in
1: the early days of research project which we probably mentioned but involved using mp3 players and looking at the consumption thing yep. one of the first things that came into my mind is the main way all these devices vary is simply their interface they're all flash or hard drive recorders they all have mp3s on them or maybe maybe they don't maybe they have wavs or acms or whatever. they all have digital music on them they yep. only differ in capacity and the way you access that music and that's, that's a manufacturer thing rather than the, you know, the technology in the device doesn't differ wildly and um, yeah. I said then that maybe the, the research into how people work with interfaces and what interfaces are more appropriate for what content might
0: actually be a really valuable thing to do. Well I think that's a key word because one of the things we have noticed while doing this is that we use every device differently and for different reasons and mm-hmm. what the device, how the device operates shapes what we listen to to a certain extent. I mean this uh, the thing I only ever put speech content on and never music yeah. but my uh, iPod Shuffle I wouldn't dream of putting podcasts on that. You don't, you don't want them coming up in a random order do you? Well I, I can put them in a straightforward mm-hmm. order if I want to but that's not what my iPod Shuffle
1: Interfaces for. This is the X factor with the Shuffle, isn't it? That it does this whole creating a a
0: playlist thing.
1: Yeah. There's a bit of magic in the Shuffle.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, the the iPod itself, I work as a kind of a menu directory structure, Mm. whereas with the iRiver, I I just play the next thing. Exactly. I mean, I've I've currently
1: got on me the creative... um, The the ME70. The, the it's 128 meg, it's just a stick, it's got a small LCD scroll and what I do every morning is I put that in, I, while I'm eating my cereal, I literally put that into the USB front panel on my PC, and I copy across two or three podcasts. It's normally a source code, a dawn that drew, speeches if there is one, maybe something else but something else. And then on the bus, I listen to them in order. When I get to work, if I need different content for the way home, I load something else up. But generally, I expect to be travelling with somebody on the way home. So I don't need music or or podcasts on the way back. But I don't really like putting albums on it because... The navigation isn't there yeah whereas when i carried the ipod regularly i would sit there djing to myself changing songs changing albums as the mood took yep the ipod for me was about having my music at my fingertips wherever i wanted and the creative is just a way of listening to things and it's disposable because i delete the files off it i don't delete the files off the ipod i sync it with the desktop but the creative i throw the files away once i consume them right <laughs> I mean, I do keep copies on the desktop as well. I mean, I should probably go out and clean old podcasts. I'm not sure whether I'm going to want to go to month-old source codes and listen to them. And
0: well, the um, one of the interesting functions that uh, exists within that uh, Open Media Network is assessing to uh, delete material that's older than seven days. Yeah. Which, to me, makes perfect sense. I mean, there are there are things that you'll want to keep. Like I took the, um, the whole. Star Wars fan movie uh, revelations, which is like 45 minutes of high-resolution, uh, you know, Windows format video. But it's um, it's something that I might want to hang on to and keep on the hard drive or shift off. Yeah, and... You may want to watch again. All archive I'll into hard copy or something. But I don't want to listen to an Adam Curry show more than once. No. Not because it's not worth listening to more than once, but because there's going to be another one tomorrow.
1: Mm. I'm kind of half keeping them just in case I ever that vague feeling in the back of my head i might need to illustrate a point to somebody
0: i kept one for that reason It was mm. from about mid-march and he does this whole spiel about the difference between podcasting and radio mm. and in the middle of it he stops and says oh hang on a second and he starts readjusting all his settings and isn't that and, really hugely definitive in itself and that, exactly yeah. that's and that's the point is like what he's saying aside the fact that he's doing this at all yeah. is, is the difference and that people understand that no, this is you know this is how we operate in this environment, uh, almost kind of instinctively, because you've sort of been led into their homes rather than being brought to their place of work.
1: I wonder if you kind of would excuse yourself when, because it's kind of uh, I'm just going to stop and get this right for you. It, it's kind of a um, an apology for the sound not being right at the moment, and please bear with me. We'll fix this. Yeah. Which is something that, like, uh, supposedly in radio, the technicians might be running around behind the scenes going, oh, God, the sound's all wrong, we need to fix it. But the but thing is, the sound to... wasn't wrong. It just it wasn't his
0: personal personality. It, was, was his it person. wasn't his liking, yeah.
1: I mean, more often than not, I don't hear the difference that's made after the tweak. And isn't, hasn't it become a podcasting cliché to say, oh, I'll spend you, know, like ten minutes fiddling with your microphone? Well, it is a
0: little bit, but I think that's kind of... Um... People are a little bit tired of that now. I mean, we're, we're sort of perfectly comfortable with the fact that our, um, our microphone is kind of like a pinpoint hole in the top of the eye of it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we want it to be better, but we're not sort of stressed about the fact that we need the stereo Griffin mic, which is a you know whole eight pound investment oh, technology. I mean, we, yeah, we got that because it was cheap and it kind of looked like a toy. Yeah. Um, but you know, it might improve the quality of things, but it's not the important bit. I think it includes having to hold your arm up in the middle between us and that was the main thing, wasn't it? Yeah, although I'm starting to wonder about, like, we're in the front seat, right up the top, and as if this kind of more than one story. But um, we were talking about uh, blue checking the Griffin mic to the seat in front of us. It's not going to work it's here. It's not going to work here, is it? That's too far away. I think we'd maybe take normal seats instead of studio seats. Studio quite like, seats, I've I quite like them. I quite like the studio seats, though. I do like the um, the panoramic vista (laughs) (laughs) of the windows at the front. It's like, we don't have double-decker buses in New Zealand. Well, we do, but they're kind of museum pieces. Yeah. Um, So this is still a novelty for you. It is a little bit. The fact that you can be up the front on the driver's side, and there's nobody in front of you. And you're just moving forwards. Yeah. Oh, it's
1: still fun. I still automatically head to the top deck of the bus. When given the option, it's
0: like the top bunk when you're a kid, eh? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Everybody wants the top bunk.
1: But being high up is the non-standard state, so you want to achieve it. Yep. And you kind of can pretend you're driving if you really <laughs> feel that inclined.
0: Oh look, you know, I frequently when I'm, I'm driving the bus with Jake, my boy, it's, um, we we uh, we have laser cannons and we shoot the red cars. Red <laughs> cars always get the rough end. Yeah. <laughs>
1: They're a lot faster than green cars though They are considerably,
0: they are. Especially the ones with the go fast stripe and the fluffy dies
1: <laughs> So this is yet another route Have we done the 35 route
0: before? We, si- got- we, si- we, we said we were going to mention the route we? We, I think we did the 35 A couple of bus trips ago
1: oh, We were going to mention it just in case we did accidentally catch A couple of bus enthusiasts
0: listening that's true, and we were also going to put it on the site. This is the 35 route, and then we completely neglected to do that. Yeah. Uh, and, to be honest, I'm not really that interested. I can't remember why we said it. Um, just because, you know, the internet is a place for information, and this was some information that we had. Yeah, perhaps we were clutching it. Um, anyway, but
1: more interestingly, there's a sign on a lamppost ahead of us that would imply that...
0: probably crossing. ...a well, giant toad attack is imminent. Yeah. It's interesting, eh? Hey? It's like... It's one of those kind of triangular signs with a red border, but it's got a picture of a frog in the middle. Maybe
1: we'll try and find a JPEG
0: of that to put on the uh, on the blog, so you can have a look at that. Yeah. But we, the reason we mentioned the 35 bus route was the fact that we had different kind of conversation triggers. Yes, I definitely. think we're funnier on the 2. I, I'm not feeling the, the flow on the 35 bus car. I think, I think, think. we're going to have to go back to the 2 and the 12. Because mm. yeah. maybe Spark Hill is just funnier. Possibly. I think it's...
1: I don't know there's more obvious landmarks on this one. I mean, it's, it's not waste. I mean, we're nearly back. Let's not waste the end of the podcast, same way it was really bad, because we were on the thirty-five. <laughs> well, I think we've been informative and helpful and, you know... We had a bunch of things we're going to talk about, though. We had a great conversation in Dubber's office today, which you all missed. Yeah. And I'm in trouble now because I've just addressed you as all rather than as you. Not wh- silently. What, what, what were you
0: going to do to your students if they ever did that? Break their legs? hunt them down and kill them. Hunt them down and kill them. Okay. Uh, there are certain things that, you know, well, you know, if, if they ever let uh, let it slip that I have taught them, and they do these basic transgressions mm. where they talk to the audience in the plural and say, I mean, the, the one that, that will instantly incur the death penalty is all you people out there in radio land. <laughs> That's a classic. It's a staple, surely. I, I,
1: well, it should be. A, it should be staple. Stapled to something as yeah. an example of wrong. Yeah. So when did we have the conversation about perhaps the um, the smaller audience and the more um, intimate audience of the podcast perhaps could be addressed as, you know, a plural rather than a singular?
0: Did I dream could... that, or did we have that? No, no, we actually recorded? had that conversation. We had it in a non-recorded fashion, and I think that we concluded that it was more of an us than a you all. Yeah. Um, which, you know, is kind of all nice and inclusive and everything. But the other conversation that we had today, which was kind of born out of the uh, ninja versus samurai. Uh, cowboy versus pirate thing was um, uh, Wizard Fighter. Which do you pick? You're starting a new game. It's far too late in the day to start that one. Well, I think I, so. I it's certainly too well, late in the journey because it's a yeah. long, con- as I realised when I started talking about it with uh, Dr. Nick and you in the well, same you, room. You left us discussing after you'd gone, so. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, we were still oh, going. Good, you completely out geeked me within about 30 seconds, and so I left. Um, but uh, it became down to which level you were at and yeah, it's, which it's, adventure you were on. Exactly. Um, yeah, with, with with the bus stop in sight, I think we'll leave that one. Yeah, we'll make a mental note to return to that.
1: But in the in the whole thing of um, X versus X, um, you need to check the blog out when you get home. Well, I I thought that you'd left a comment. Oh, have you? Saying, not, the, not the comment. Have you seen my post? No. Uh, I need to see the post. There's there's an interesting um, post I made that addresses kind Why? of concept of who's right and who's wrong. But you know that samurai are winning on the poll. That's fine, because I, I, I've d- discovered an overriding fact. About ninja versus samurai? In well, the- general, in general. Oh, okay. We'll, 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 um, we'll, we'll let you take a look at that and talk about it tomorrow.
0: Hmm.
1: So, you- is there anybody that, yeah, go go look now and you'll see what I'm talking about. Assuming you sat at a computer, of course. Yeah, well, I mean, this might be delivered kind of
0: without the aid of wires. It's <laughs> scary. And out without a safety net. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we are within sight of the bus stop and yet this journey seems to keep continuing. Yeah, we maybe could have even got the uh, Mage versus Fighter in, perhaps. Do we really want to go down the D&D? To be honest, no. I spent about three nights pretending to be really enthusiastic about it with friends, long enough to actually know some of the... Medieval nights. or uh, but now I have a 12-year-old who's immensely interested. So we should uh, end here. Here yep. of the 35.